Little purple bird Won't you sing a word You don't have to lie Cause soon you'll be my wife Come over to your house And I will take a bow Alright, welcome to the Swim Bros Podcast, everyone. I've got my teammate, roommate, best friend, Jack Little, a.k.a. Jack Massive, here with me today. So, Jack, welcome to the podcast, and thanks for joining. It's great to be here. Yeah, so, dude. I think this is a start of uh, not just this one podcast, but many more to come. Many you more know, to come. I'm really excited for that. Like, we should, we should definitely do some more. It only took two weeks in quarantine to finally get this going. Hey, man, but... we wanted to make sure, I want to make sure we had the content, we had the frame of reference, we weren't going insane before we started pumping out these podcasts and getting get them out to the audience, dude. I don't want to promote insanity, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'll leave that to whoever does that, like, fitness class, you know, the insanity videos, you know what I'm talking Oh, yeah, about? the insanity videos. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Oh, no. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, so, Jack, let's, uh, let's start off with a little intro. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you came from, what brought you to ASU, and, and I'll let you have the table. All right. Um, well, there's not, not too much. Um, what brought me to ASU was just swimming, but uh, I'm originally from Arkansas. Um, did, um, I trained under a few different coaches back home, and um, got into a little CrossFit for Dryland, and Ooh. Um, basically the last two, two and a half years of my swim career in high school, uh, it was pretty much just me going to a, you know, two, three lane pool, um, training by myself, writing my own workouts, and then um, doing some CrossFit on the side with uh, my CrossFit coach up there. Uh, and that was about it, but it took a lot of like self-motivation and discipline and um, those are some of the things that, like I definitely pride myself on. So, you know, a little about like who I am. Um, I pride myself on just being like a hard worker and being very disciplined. And those are some of the things I am good at. And I, sometimes I have to actually work to do less. And I know you're kind of the same way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so getting better at that too. So, um, yeah, but, um, I remember I reached out to ASU a couple of times. Um, you know, the, the coaches up here, Bob Bowman and, um, not too much of a response finally sent like one like that desperate email like you know like please um please talk to me like please let me in and um finally got a response from uh bob and set up a official visit pretty quickly and um only visit i took here but came to campus saw the people got to hang out uh, watch practice a little bit meet the coaches and i was hooked yeah, man. A man. So. Uh, we, right here, folks, we have a man who knows what he wants. I don't even think it's a desperate email. It's just a man understanding what he wants and really going for it, being persistent yeah. with one of the most, I mean, arguably one of the highest figures in, in swimming in the world, not just USA, but of all time. Yeah, and no, the crazy thing about that is, too, is like I talked to, uh, I remember talking to my mom, like even before I started talking to colleges, like early junior year or something, and I was just like, you know, ASU, that's like my dream school. I was like, I wonder if I can get in there and wow. really like in the back of my mind just didn't think I could do it but um, I remember saying that and it's just kind of funny like she brought it up the other day and I was like yeah it still kind of is like the more I'm here the more I just have like fallen in love with Arizona and you know beautiful sunsets <laughs> yeah man I mean we're sitting here laying Come down on. this podcast and just in the backdrop a beautiful sunset 
uh, cresting over the horizon behind us, Ooh. just lighting up our apartment <laughs> and what have you. Can't but, ask for much else. <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. And 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 let's uh, let's dive into a little bit. You said there's not much there, but I think there's there's a lot there that builds who Jack Jack Little Dash Massive actually is. <laughs> so you mentioned a lot, or actually mentioned a little bit about CrossFit, but I know that's a lot of what Jack Little is. So. Talk about like kind of your involvement of how you got there. I mean, for me, I was just thrown around a medicine ball for pretty much the first, I don't know, six years of my swimming career. But yeah. you're up there throwing around hang cleans, hang snatches, back squats, and I didn't even know what those words were until about my senior year. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about CrossFit. Um, so like the dryland thing and swimming, like basically what you said, like throwing around a medicine ball for a little bit. I did that uh, with one of my coaches from the time I was like, I don't know, 10, started swimming, and then up until I was like 14, 15, and uh, had a couple of coaching changes and really just was kind of lost looking for some sort of dry land weight training program, and um, like heard about this thing called CrossFit, and like always heard it was super dangerous and all this stuff about it, like all the, um, I don't know, like just, what's the word I'm looking for here? Just reckless abandon? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, just, well, people just, like, have these, you know, into it, like, this intuition about CrossFit, about, like, how dangerous it is. And yeah. it's kind of, like, the the thing that you hear just people say, and, like, no, I don't want to do CrossFit. Like, it's just too dangerous. And so I always kind of stayed away from it. Um, Your but, stereotype? Oh, yeah, stereotype. Okay, okay. That's what I was looking for. All right. Um, that was a hard one to find. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Um, but, yeah, so I walked into uh, the cross, the only CrossFit gym in our town at the time and talked to the head coach up there. And Chris Rich, still have like heavy, heavy contact with him. Just love talking to him. We, you know, we have a lot of the same conversations we do, like uh, about like physiology and like all this nerdy stuff that no one really cares about. But I think that's definitely like part of the reason why I was hooked to him and not just CrossFit. But hey, man, I care about it, and it's our bodies, folks. So everyone really cares about it. They just don't even realize, it, Jack. <laughs> they don't know they care, but they care. <laughs> exactly. So. You mentioned this Chris uh, Chris Rich. Yeah. Um, shout out to him, obviously. Of course. Um, thanks for helping develop Jack and getting <laughs> him to this point. Uh, are you in, During this time, you mentioned we're obviously in the quarantine, COVID. Uh, are you yeah. still in contact with him? Is he helping you do with workouts right now? Um, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I think the main thing we've definitely done over the last couple of years is just like thrown, thrown ideas back and forth of like, oh, like this would be a cool workout to do. Like you should try it. And then he'd do the same thing back to me or... Honestly, most of the time he just brags about how much heavier he squats than me, so <laughs> it's not even comparable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this guy, this guy, Jack Little, this guy, for a little bit more background, <laughs> he's a he's an upcoming distance phenom. He is just crushing yardage out there, as you as you heard him say. He is a he's a pretty hard worker, and there's a few people I have a higher respect for in the realm of work ethic and training mentality than this guy right here. Um, I know there's. There's a lot let to. There's a lot yet to behold for him in the realm of performances, but he's figuring it out and taking huge strides since he's gotten here and just since I've known him. But does that mentality with CrossFit and being a distance swimmer? I mean, to me, those just seem like you just love the pain, man. You just you just love fostering and sitting in that pain train. Yeah, I think that that's just the way. I think that's why I'm attracted to CrossFit and definitely why I'm attracted to distance swimming is like. You, I just love, and maybe maybe I don't even like the idea of, of loving it, but I know it's just kind of innate in me that I love to just get on the grind and, and stay there. 
like, like put your body through as much pain as possible. And for whatever reason, I love that feeling of getting done with the workout and just being like absolutely trashed and like, just, like feeling like you're like you did a good job, I guess. And then being like, I just let me do it again. <laughs> yeah. To give everyone a little bit more of an insight into that humbleness, this guy, like Jack said, we've been uh, together here in the uh, Arizona lockdown, just a couple days for the full severe lockdown, but two weeks out here kind of by ourselves living in the apartment. And just, I think it was yesterday morning, he comes up while I'm eating breakfast and he's like, man, I'm sore. And says it with such elation. And I just <laughs> look at this guy and I'm like, what is this freak saying? What is he talking about? Um, and this was after we'd done an 8.5 mile hike on Flatiron in Arizona. If anyone knows that. Very challenging, very high elevation and whatnot. Um, beautiful scenery. If you can ever do it, hands down recommend it. Totally worth it. Um, but that didn't even get him to say I'm sore afterwards. He was tired, I think, but but he didn't Definitely. even <laughs> didn't utter the words I'm sore yet. And then later in the week does a workout. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a mile run. It's 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats, and then another mile run. All with 10 extra pounds on your back? 10 pounds, yeah. 10 pounds, okay. So, folks, that didn't even get the guys. That guy, that started the guy off on a great day. He was elated. He was happy, joyful the whole day. And, uh, man, he was just loving it. He was even talking about doing a second workout on that day. So, uh, this is a guy who definitely prides himself, like he said, on discipline and work ethic. And it's been uh, awesome to get to know him and, and kind of learn that. I, I know when we talked on the, on the hikes that we've been kind of hitting lately, that it really is someone that I can identify in my life that really pushes me and challenges me and makes me a better human and person every time we are, we're pretty much together or taking on some type of challenge or adventure yeah. per se. So uh, kudos to you, Jack. Thanks for making me a better person and a lot of, a lot of the ways, man. Same here. Uh, so moving on, obviously talked about the CrossFit aspect to you, very important, the swimming, pain train, a little bit about uh, how you got here. Since you've been here, what's been your experience thus far? Um, just with just everything. Uh, let's go. What you saw your freshman year? How like living away from family, uh, a new a new training system where you didn't have to just do it all yourself, as you even as you even said. And we can go into that yeah. if you want to at all. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know. You mentioned doing it all yourself and and how it's kind of different here. Um, I think like one of the biggest insights I've gotten and one of the things I definitely struggle with the most probably more than other people just from my background was just like having some almost like having someone next to me which is like such a good thing but then sometimes it was a bad thing because I would like compare my performance and practice against whoever was next to me and maybe like you know I don't know they're having a great day and I'm having like a horrible day I just got wrecked and then like the next day it reverses um I just like definitely have found myself comparing um myself against them and almost like in a negative light sometimes so that's definitely like one thing I've battled then a lot of times it's you know it's really good and it's like you have someone there to push you and um and like push you beyond what you're capable of and that's also a good thing so it's just kind of like balancing that out to be honest um and that's definitely one of the biggest insights I've taken away from like my freshman year and even this year I've worked on a lot um but yeah like college as a whole like being away from home was um, like really not as difficult as I thought it would be. Um, I think leaving was the hardest part, like like detaching myself from a lot of like friends and like my family back home. Definitely. Um, that was definitely the toughest part because I don't know, for whatever reason, like the last year, 
of high school, I definitely got like almost more attached and maybe, I don't know if that was your experience or not, but like I got more attached to like friends and like was trying to do like everything possible. I think I definitely caught a lot of senioritis. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think everyone, uh, I think everyone catches a little bit of the senioritis. Uh, no, no panacea or prescription for that yet, uh, unfortunately. But I definitely share the same sentiment at my school. It was a little bit different than a lot of other people at Saint X, as, as some of the people on the podcast know. But I definitely, after my junior year, really hit a spot where I had to kind of look at myself and like say, what do I want out of my experiences going forward? And and I know that's not the same for everyone, probably wasn't the same for you, um, but like a similarity that we can join on is how much I did immerse myself in the connections, the friends, the family around me in my senior year. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if that's the fleeting aspect of realizing we're moving on. Um, at least like for you, you said you were kind of going to be moving away. Uh, I'm, I'm moved away from Indiana and Ohio pretty significantly at this yeah. point. Uh, but yeah, it's, I think it's a realization of all those, a conglomerate effect of, of all those whatnot. Um, and so it does like kind of make you appreciate it when you go back to it, at least for me, mm. that almost an amplified effect of the family that you have and you've always had, but it's just like, this matters a little bit more almost. It's yeah. Like, like every time I go back, I, um, I connect like better with my family. And at the same time, it's like in high school, I had, a, you know, just like say like a certain number of friends in my circle and then. You know, over the last year, it's like the people I've talked to on a daily basis have just gotten like less and less. And now it's like, it's like four people besides my family that I talk to on a daily basis. But it's like some of the closest relationships I have, which is really cool. But it kind of took away, oh, it's a big essentialism thing. It took away all wow. the all the non-essentials. <laughs> Buckle up, folks. You mentioned essentialism, Jack. I know, I know you're reading a book right uh, now called not, not reading it anymore you're not reading did you complete it or I, did you... I finished it today yeah. oh wow okay yeah. folks this guy is a bookworm <laughs> he uh he picks them up and puts them down faster than i've faster than i've seen most do but uh <laughs> but jack essentialism what 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 is that for the audience what is that for for me even um so like the in the most basic terms it is just taking everything that's not necessary in your life and your work and swimming and working out whatever it may be and just getting rid of it and it's constantly asking yourself the question, you know, is this necessary? Wow. Just over and over again throughout like all the decisions you're making throughout the day, um, every like situation you might encounter. Um, and so it even entails like, uh, like commitments to other people and, or whatever it may be. Um, and you know, before you say yes to something, Oh, like one of the concepts that sound, found really cool in the book was, um, like you're, if you're not crazy about it, don't say yes. So it's like, it either needs to be a straight up no, or a hell yeah, let's go. There we go. And there's no, there shouldn't be any, any in between. All right. As a guy, um, which I, I thought was really cool and took a lot away from. Yeah, I know, like you said, we share some similar traits. I know, for me, tend to operate in extremes sometimes. And, uh, and working on that myself as well and whatnot, but, mm. but I can definitely get behind that kind of movement of either like I'm all in or I'm completely out yeah. and, it, and it's hard to find that middle ground sometimes, but it yeah. sounds like essentialism is, is basically finding the necessities in each of like aspect and day of your life and, and realizing like, I either want to be all in on this or all out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's a big like quality over quantity, um, aspect to life essentially so wow wow 
Wow, folks! Very I didn't cool. even I didn't even know we were gonna take a turn down this lane. Really, but, really streamlining the process. But yeah, dude, I efficiency, efficient, work smarter, not harder, as they say. I think Jack and I have we know how to do the hard work, and we're definitely learning the uh, how to work smarter these days. Just learning how to be smarter. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and every aspect, not even just working harder and smarter, just uh, just being smarter people. Uh, so that's a good transition into a little like a little maybe new segment. I kind of want to get into just. Kind of some rapid fire questions with uh, who's ever on the podcast. I think going forward, this will be more of a two way conversation uh, for Jack and I, where we might just bring our own own topics to the podcast as we are kind of in quarantine with one another and don't plan to be leaving anytime soon. But for this one, I kind of wanted to get Jack Little out there, see, uh, let everyone know who he was before uh, we kind of get going, and uh, and so we know we'll have a little bit more background info on him. So, Jack, if you're ready. I think that's a good segue into what I want to go into next. Okay, let's see. All right. So these are just some like questions I came up throughout the day, and uh, when Jack let me know he wanted to, he was willing to get on the podcast and whatnot. So um, these are kind of vague, and we can go into them a little bit if you need to. But okay. Um, off that topic of essentialism, the first question I'll have to you is: Would you rather have an effect on a, bro- a broad effect on a lot of people, or a really deep effect and commitment to a lot a few people? Um, whether it's teaching, mentorship, um, positivity, just influence in general. Yeah, um, definitely a, a deep impact on a few people. Okay, um, that's not even that hard. I can go into it more if you want. If, but. I mean, yeah, dude, this is this is your. Okay, podcast. I wasn't sure if this is like uh, you know, like you get a minute. No, to no, 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 yeah, 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 no worries. Um, yeah, so I definitely a deep impact on a few people. Um, I can totally see the argument for like the other side too. Um, but like, I don't know, like who, who I am and like who I'd want to be as I was thinking back to like, you know, like the relationships that I have with other people, like for the most part, it's like, I have a really deep relationship with them or it's, you know, pretty superficial, but it's not that in between. Um, but I love just like connecting deeper with people. I know like you and me, like you were saying up the, up the trails, <laughs> up the trails we've done. We've had some like pretty deep talks and yeah. I absolutely love that. Like I love diving deep and um I don't know, I'd love for someone to come up to me and just tell me like how like deeply impacted they were. I think that would just like make my day by something I said or did or helped them out with, you know, like that's just a good feeling to have. Yeah, man. I know we definitely had the, the trail talks, if you may. But um Ooh, but for sure, yeah. Maybe <laughs> maybe need to coin that term. But I know we've had the discussion just I Dips. might have been within there we go. <laughs> Um, within the last week of, of like just all too often people are kind of on their phones and whatnot and you kind of voice to me like some sentiment I always try to be acknowledging of towards you at least of you value so much like when someone gives you their full attention mm-hmm. and I think that says a lot to like your answer there but yeah um, just making sure like I'm myself Grand House not on the phone and being present with Jack Little mm-hmm. um, and you kind of echoed like how much that meant to you and that was that was um, not rewarding for me to hear, but it was like reassuring. And, and it was like you said, just really made my day. Like you acknowledge that and that it means that much to you. So yeah. it's not like a waste of my time either. Yeah. So on to the next one. Um, okay. obviously as humans, we kind of have a similar response, parasympathetic, sympathetic. Uh, so in a situation, if you had to pick, would it be flight or fight? If you had to pick one for the rest of your life? Um, man, that's a tough one. Yeah. I'm trying to think for the rest of my life, what's going to give me like the most bang for my buck? Yeah. Fight or flight. <laughs> um, honestly, I think I just got to go with fight. 
Like, wow. If I, if I can choose one, yeah. it's like, I'm either going to win or I'm going to go down swinging. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I think it's as simple as that. And uh, I'm glad you chose that one. I'm not surprised there. Um, the only the only argument I could make, I thought you're maybe going to surprise me with the bang for your buck is flight. But you never know yeah. what you might be leaving. You could be leaving an opportunity that could save your life or something like that. That's so. exactly right. Like, you're either going to, if you're in a fight, like, you're either going to beat the guy to a pulp or you're going out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree completely. All right, a little bit light, more lighthearted. Dessert or appetizer? Ooh, um, definitely appetizer. Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah. Not a big sweet tooth guy? I, you know, like, for certain things, yes, like, some chocolate stuff pretty pretty tempting yeah. to me yeah but like i find like more than anything i just just like gorging on a ton of appetizers sounds way better <laughs> mm. Mm. apps uh <laughs> tgi friday it's either applebee's or tgi friday's got, Ooh, those, I don't got, know those, that. got those apps or something like that i forget <laughs> i don't know kyle always says something about the appetizers at one of those places but well, like for, one dollar appetizers yeah i think so Ooh. something like that for another time but uh <laughs> does it does it change your answer if i say for the rest of your life um yeah actually it does wow okay dessert then. <laughs> okay just uh just that you you lose that aspect or what just like probably more like what i'm craving right now to be honest okay just had a smoothie so sweet tooth is definitely satisfied all right fair <laughs> enough fair enough what was in the smoothie um so let's see it was kind of complex it was um banana strawberry Acai. Mm. Um, we did some chocolate casein protein. Okay. Um, then we did uh, the layered superfood mushroom mix. Um, what else did I put in there? I put in some some yogurt. So so the yogurt I use is uh, wallaby yogurt. Oh wow. Yeah. So <laughs> like the actual animal wallaby. Like the animal wallaby. Okay. Um, yeah. Where'd you get that one? Just uh... got one from Sprouts. Wow. Shout out to Sprouts. Okay. They uh, they import that from across the pond in New Zealand. I think Mate. so. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so Boy. put some of that in there and uh, I think I like some almond milk to uh, top it off. Nice. Oh, some cinnamon too. Ooh, always got to add that little spice. Spice bay. All right, next one. Fiction or nonfiction? Um, man, that's, that's not a straight up answer, but nonfiction, but I, I want to read some fiction. Mm, okay, all right. If anyone has any good um, fiction recommendations, you know, shoot them my way. Um, what can they reach you at? What, what's your Twitter handle? What's your Instagram? I'm going to have to look up my Twitter handle. My Instagram <laughs> uh, is just simply Jack Little, and the last L is a one. Wow, number one. Number yeah. one in your hearts, number one on the podcast. Well, actually, there just wasn't an L left. But Jack Little was already taken, so I had to go with hey, the one. It looks that, like an L. That Jack Little is a loser. This one's number <laughs> one. That facts. Um, yeah, I agree. I think uh, likewise. If uh, well, I'm not in like I'm not into fiction as much anymore. But um, yeah, please anyone send uh, send any suggestions for fiction uh, and whatnot. I uh, I can only supply Jack with a Magic Treehouse and Hank the Cowboy. <laughs> if there's any if there's any listeners out there that remember oh, that, don't, don't forget about Thirty Nine Clues. Oh, Thirty Nine Clues, a banger, <laughs> investigative banger. All right, next question is extrovert or introvert. Um, so I'll expand a little bit on that, but mm. I used to be way over to the introverted side and then somewhere around like the junior senior year of high school like like transitioned over to more extroverted and you know like the definition of those terms like i like read a little bit about it because i was curious but it's like if you're introverted you're, you get your energy from just being alone and then you can kind of go out into the real world and like have energy until you're drained 
So it's kind of like recharging your battery. Interesting. And then for extroverted, it's you go be around people, you're recharging your battery there, you go back into whatever it may be, and you have energy. So it's like kind of where you get your energy from more than anything, but um, used to be way over to the introverted side. Um, definitely like come out of my shell a lot more, and so now I'm about pretty half and half. All right, that's a good balance. I think that's yeah. that's an interesting perspective. I uh, I did not know that about introvert versus extrovert. And uh, yeah, I think make- a lot of people think like introverted like just hate people, extroverted you, like <laughs> just go crazy. But it's you know you can get a super quiet person that's pretty extroverted. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, I think Kyle and I may have talked about it off the off the air before, but. That that uh, description makes me maybe think I might be more introverted than I think. You might be like you might be like super social and super and like that's a good thing you know like talking to people and everything. But maybe you get your energy from just like you know being alone for a little bit. Hmm. And maybe it doesn't take very much for you. Maybe it's just wow. you know like I don't know twenty minutes, thirty minutes reading a book and boom like you have energy and you can kind of go out into the world, do your social thing, and come back to it again the next day. Little refresh button. We'll have to. We'll definitely be diving into that one some more. I might have to. Might have to. That's take some, a pretty good one. We should talk about that. Yeah, more. <laughs> for sure. I might have to. I'll write that down in the notes. I'll have to take some introspection on that one myself <laughs> before we come back. But moving on to the next one, uh, a little bit on the on the kind of out there out there scheme as well. Would you okay. rather travel uncharted aspects of space or to the deepest part of the ocean? I suppose would be the only one that's feasible. But I guess if we get there, oh, technology man. of the Earth. Um, well, okay, so I, I'm going to have to pick space. Mm, okay. A um, couple reasons behind that. So, um, number one, space is cool. Okay. I would love to know what, like, what's out there. It's super cool. I don't know if you, have you ever seen the, the thing where they zoom out from Earth and zoom out basically as like, far as like, we've ever seen? Uh, I mean, I've seen a couple uh, panos or pan outs or what have you for the theater. Okay, I gotta show majors. you the video after I'm done. All right, but, please. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you have the description. Like, throw the link in the description for this video. All right, there we go. Kind of cool. So, um, don't know what it's called right now, but I'll, I'll figure it out. But basically, they zoom out from the Earth, and then you see our solar system, and then you see the Milky Way, and then you see like whatever, like the cluster of galaxies that we're in. Or and then there's like another thing that zooms out, and basically it just looks like a bunch of lines. Dang. But it's like, that's like as far as we know, and it's like this little thing of a bunch of lines going everywhere, and it's like, well, there's still a ton more, and it just makes you realize like how small you are. But I'd love to know like what's really like all the cool stuff that's out there. What else is out there? Yeah, I mean, I I would, yeah, I mean, I think that movie Interstellar really gets you thinking. Really, I've seen it. I've only wow. seen a couple scenes. Okay, folks, yeah. we're we're gonna have to before the next podcast. I'll have a sit down with Jack. We'll crush out <laughs> Interstellar. We're crushing out comedy specials right now, um, which we might talk about later in the podcast. So I won't right now. But I don't um, know if we need to talk about that. But, uh, but yeah, but the Interstellar <laughs> definitely makes me think of space uh, as well. So yeah, um, we got two more questions, uh, kind of on a similar similar aspect as one before okay. first question. Would you rather travel everywhere and know at least something about every spot in the world, or would you really like to know only a few spots best? Um, so you asked a similar question with people. Yeah. Um, this is the opposite. I'd rather know a little bit about like everywhere on Earth. Mm. I think that'd be pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I I think I think in terms of the people and the location, I would agree as well. Yeah. Um. I love to travel. I love to travel the world, and eventually, 
Well, fortunately for athletics, I've been able to do that through athletics so far. But eventually, I'd really like to go and, uh, you know, I've never been in a hotel where I wasn't there for athletic competition. So that's on the bucket list. Really? Um, yeah. Ever? I'm, ever. Like no vacations or, um, or anything? We've always been in like a condo or like a house or something for that. Oh, man. I've never been in a hotel, um, at least in like conscious like time, like maybe as a baby or something. All right, let's go get a hotel room. Um, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Easy whoa, there. Whoa. Easy there. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a little bucket list thing for me. Pretty easy, pretty quick, but... But yeah, non-athletic related um, and whatnot. So, but I, I agree on that sentiment as well. So yeah. our last one, I've kind of gotten a little taste from you the last couple of days. But would you rather create or relate to a topic? Hmm. This oh, can do be you have a, any examples off the top of your head? So, like with creating like content on a technology, would uh, creating a recipe, or creating a drawing, a, a piece of music, or would you rather just like kind of go into a program that's very established, like for CrossFit, would mm -hmm. you rather create your entirely new program or would you rather kind of go off of and relate to one that's already in place? Would you rather um, get a recipe to cook and go off that? Uh, yeah. Just kind of follow outlines in a coloring book or a drawing or whatnot mm -hmm. or, or would you just like to make your own? Um, I think I like to... I'm going to have to give this one some thought, but I think, you know, like the last couple of days in, in the quarantine have given me like some creative juices creative juices have gotten going oh flowing you know like had some ideas and stuff like nothing that i like acted on but just like random ideas stuff i've written down and um i don't know i just i feel like this is a good time to be creative and have some creative stuff in the works i guess um so i'd say like i almost like want to be creative but i don't have anything to back that up yet um I think for the most part, like the things I do do is like take things that are already established and, uh, and build off it and maybe like add some creativity to that. But, you know, like coming up with a raw idea out of nothing has never really been my forte. I remember like, <laughs> I remember like communications class when we had to come up with speeches, I would spend, if we had three weeks to do the project, I would spend two and a half weeks coming up with the topic. And then I would do the entire, like, I'd write the entire speech in, like, a day. And then I'd give it the next day. Wow, big execution guy. Under pressure. I like that. I like I, yeah, that. I just, the pressure part for me was, like, sitting there every day in class, like, tapping my pencil against my head and just, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what topic I want. Yeah. I, uh, I remember those as well. I was uh, one of those similar guys in the, in Indiana, at least, when we had to do the state testing, the I-STEP, if you may. Uh Ooh. But you had to brainstorm an idea for some short story you had to write about, and that was just the worst. Oh, I'd, I'm I was really glad I never had to do that. Yeah, that was that was brutal. But I do remember one time in a communications class, uh, OC for any Sanex listeners out there, that I listened to a, a presentation on purple, no, pink bottlenose dolphins. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I hope in your two weeks you figured out something Tell better. Tell me more. Tell me more about these pink bottlenose dolphins. Uh, they're pink and they got bottlenosed, <laughs> bottle-shaped noses. So that's pretty much all I remember. Um, that's all you need to remember. Incredibly majestic animals. Uh, you guys can look them up. We might be able to link that in the in the podcast too. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I vividly remember that and definitely was a definitely was a treat. So that's all the questions I got for today. I think that puts me in a good spot going forwards and whatnot, but that leads us into our three segments, Jack. Um, okay. You probably just heard me spout them in the apartment or since you've known me recklessly with no really guidance, but they're all geared towards this. Okay. So we have 
two main main segments and one that we've kind of added on. So our first one is our hot takes. Okay. And then second one, you like that. Okay. Um, and then our third one is kind of like uh, rate, rating ratings from lane lines, basically. Okay. Um, we haven't. I don't know what like you want to call that per se, but so hot takes is basically something in the world right now uh, that you kind of gets you heated, kind of gets you thinking, kind of gets you really questioning it and aggravated, a little bit frustrated maybe, and you just gotta you just gotta let it out. Um, like something that makes me angry. Almost, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that would uh, that would be something. It can be politics. It can be athletics it can be academics it can be i mean we've talked about i think i've roasted the otc's toilet paper situation about three times on here um <laughs> can so, i just go ahead and do it can i start now wow okay like our toilet paper uh wow uh situation right now okay you know like we going i just went to like three stores yesterday couldn't find a paper towels couldn't find toilet paper i know everyone's in the same boat but like I really don't know why. Like, <laughs> yeah, what's the deal, folks? I, I I really don't know either. Um, it is perplexing. It is it is like the utopia of it's, all resources right now. Yeah, it uh, it it's, doesn't it's make any sense. Liquid paper, or no, not liquid paper. That's liquid uh, liquid gold. Liquid gold. There yes. we go. Um, but yeah, dude, it is uh, it is uh, you definitely got to get the oven mitts out for that one. No one, no one really is ready for that one. No one knows why. And uh, the the aisles are just vacant when you go to those at the store. Yeah, it's like right now, like all the grocery stores are are back, they're stocked up. There's really no one there anymore, but there's still no paper towels or toilet paper. It's it's kind of wild. Yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, I gotta be honest. I I'm impressed that you really whipped out the hot take that quickly. Um, so my my hot take, I guess, would be um, right now, kind of on top of on top of everything. I, I had one with with Jared yesterday, but always got some in the in the firing pan, ready to rip. But I think it, it revolves around people who are just recklessly not following the quarantine like policies right now. Like they're just oh really kind of going yeah kind of going about this like it's no business. Um, I mean like you and I have taken walks and whatnot. Like I I mean you did today, I did yeah. yesterday. But I mean like we're kind of being mindful of that. But there's still people out there just like. Kind of going about doing what they want and no concern or whatnot and that's it's to each their own of course but i think like ultimately we have to take responsibility for ourselves like i was talking to one of our teammates jack edgman today he's in florida and he's like yeah i'm doing my part staying quarantined staying away from everyone but some people aren't doing that i mean i just saw like an article and this is what really made me like aggravated is this lady intentionally for a joke or like mocking reasons coughed on like an entire meat section at a store and yeah. they had to throw out all the meat because you just don't know like it it yeah. could be contaminated now and that was twenty five thousand dollars worth of meat products and food resources that obviously anyone living and, and shopping right now can attest that we desperately need yeah um, and need to be at least available to us yeah stuff like that stuff like that makes me mad yeah yeah well that's why we have that's the hot, hot take segment jacket yeah. don't worry um, so it looks like we got more to come from Jack on that one. Uh, so the next one. Now I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now he's educated. Now he knows. He'll bring an arsenal for everyone. Uh, so now uh, we'll go into our uh, uh, segment of you like that. 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 And brought to you by Kirk Cousins. Uh, so okay. hope he's doing well. Hope he's 
doing something with his life. I don't know, probably preparing for the next season of NFL whenever that whenever that takes off. But um, so basically, Jack, this is the opposite. It's whatever you like in the world, whatever you're enjoying right now. Uh, can be from maybe you like that everyone's taking toilet paper and, and paper towels, um, but okay, okay. but yeah, let's pump the brakes on that one. But it could be as simple as just water, a drink you're having lately, uh, something, and I don't know, just whatever you're enjoying the most in your life right now. Okay, I'll be quick to jump on this one too. But I actually got I got two things I want to pop. Okay, off. let's go. Let's go. Um, I want to say both of them so I don't forget both of them. No uh, so number one, pretty simple, just like. Uh, what was it like? Things, things that make you happy, or like yeah, things that you pretty like. Pretty much things yeah, I like. Okay, essentially, okay. just making sure it's in the right. No area. worries. <laughs> um, so like the whole quarantine thing, like, like low key, kind of, kind of been enjoying it. All um, right, just like just parts of it, you know. Like I, I think I told like one of my friends the other day. I was like, it's kind of like like early retirement life, like super super <laughs> chill. <laughs> But like it's been it's been kind of nice just uh you know parts of it kind of it's parts of it suck but parts of it have been nice just being able to like read a little bit more and like get back into reading and um uh, like working my guitar skills like write a little bit draw a little bit um get some good quality time with you <laughs> yeah but yeah like literally just like kind of chilling like watching some comedy shows but things like that like the little things like that throughout the day have just been really nice and um. Definitely would love to have like a rig and some some workout equipment around, but yeah. you know can't ask for too much. Um, but the second thing is, um, so this is what I saw on Facebook the other day. It was um, the guy the guy who plays Jim's on Jim on The Office. What's his name? Um, uh, 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 John Krasinski. Yeah, yeah, Krasinski. Krasinski. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There we go. Okay, it's on the tip of my tongue. So he made like this. Um, I don't know, like fake news seg- oh, segment. Man. I don't no, know. This Did is, you see this, it? No, hold on. I'm gonna stop you. This is real news, folks. This is the news that needs to be getting out there. It's not Honestly, fake news. Honestly, it, it, no, it really was because it was like a bunch of like, these good things that are happening around the world it's like because SGN, of COVID. Such, such good news or something. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah. what it was. Some, I didn't know. Like that. I didn't know idea what that said. I just remember seeing the SGN. <laughs> I watched the first episode or whatnot, and and yeah, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, I I don't know if he's made more. I've only seen one, but he had a interview with. Um, Steve Carell. Ah, oh, yes, Michael. That was awesome. They flashed back to some of the, the old office scenes. Um, this is the one where he had the plasma screen TV <laughs> in his house. And it was like literally just, I don't even know, six inches, maybe a foot by six inches. Nice. Um, so that was really funny. Honestly, kind of made my day. And he threw out a lot of like good news and things that's happening, like things that are happening around the world. And like people are like really coming together and helping each other out, which I love to see. Um, so yeah, that's definitely the, what do you call the segment? You like that? You like that? Yeah. <laughs> so Jack does in fact like that. Uh, I, I support that as well. I think that's, I think that's great. And uh, I think that was awesome to see, uh, see him put that out there. I think yeah. like all too often we're getting down and anxious about all this stuff, but there's a whole 15 segment, 15 minute segment. Hopefully there's 15 segments more, but yeah, of just positivity, good news and bringing that to light that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. There's a light in the tunnel right now for all of us to see, and we need to acknowledge that. Yeah, and not to get off your segments, but like, like it's kind of cool to see that even in this like really like tribulating time for a lot of people, and it's definitely hard for a ton of people. But at the same time, it's like because of the hardship, you see so many people coming together, and that is like the right side of all of this. I mean, the world definitely feels very tight knit right now. Yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, 
I think Jack really hit the uh, hit the feels on the button there, folks. <laughs> I think you should take uh, take some note, acknowledge that, and uh, also exude some of that positivity that that Jack's bringing to the table right now and, and promoting <laughs> on the table. Um, I'd say in the realm of of what I've been um, for my you like that. Uh, it's it's the home gym, the home gym right now um, that we've kind of oh, yeah. ragtag equipment much like put together. And it's like you said, there's no there's no racks here, there's no barbells, dumbbells, kettlebells, um, stuff like a, a full <laughs> home gym we would want to have. But there's uh, it's kind of like I don't know, a little a little primal, as it is. you, as you yeah. like to say, uh, just kind of bare bones. Just you got your body and putting it through some some fatigue and stress and work and trying to make it better with that and just like we were talking about earlier, your creativity and whatnot. And it, really simplifies a lot of things and, and makes you take a step back into what is almost like a minimal effective dose to what we need and when we're just doing too much sometimes. So yeah. I think that's that's definitely been something I've enjoyed messing around with. I was kind of not looking too much into and looking uh, forward with, but it's really been neat to learn and be innovative and see what works, what doesn't work, and what I enjoy and I don't enjoy in this time. Yeah, and honestly, just how much you can get done with you know the limited amount of equipment and yeah. bands and pull-up bars we have yeah exactly that's, that's yeah. It. i mean there have been like some some squats from the couches some split squats box jumps on the couches maybe not the best idea but i didn't know you did um, that <laughs> yeah yeah it was uh, it was not the prettiest sight so you might not ever see that one did you stack up the cushions um no i didn't stack up the cushions but i tried to jump over the couch and uh <laughs> oh, okay uh landed but didn't try any other any others after that so we'll, we'll just leave it at that if there's uh if there's footage on that we'll release it but i don't think there was um huh. but that leads into our, our last segment it's essentially just zero to ten lane lines rating on something something else in, in like the world of uh, I guess film, a book, a TV show, like like film again, um, but something along the along the lines of that, maybe you read an article, but kind of literature, theater, um, and, and kind of television technology that you've seen. Okay. Um, um, do you want to take the reins on this one? Yeah, so, I can. All right. Um, so like you've heard me listening to like a bunch of the Joe Rogan podcast lately. So I've caught up on the last like four or five episodes which is you know every episode is like two three hours kind of impressed myself yeah but um that's 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 been pretty fun to listen to um so i don't know i'd have to give like that in this time period where i don't have like that much going on no no rookie scores before you answer no no whole whole number rookie scores here all right i know it's lane lines but oh yeah, yeah. okay all right all right, right. Of course. Got to the decimal in there okay <laughs> um yeah, so I'm gonna have to give it like an 8.7 out of 10. Wow. Yeah, that is some quality content. I mean, we sat down and just pulled up YouTube clips like for an hour and a half last. Like, two yeah, we literally just watched clips from Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, Got to a couple like off-topic ones too, but <laughs> literally, literally just two guys talking, and we were just watching the commentary behind it and thoroughly enjoying it. I'm not gonna lie, it was really good. Yeah, educational, comedic, and uh, inspirational, if I might say. Yeah. Uh, so mine, my uh, my lane line rating is gonna go to the first season, uh, the entire first season, which I've blasted through, uh, of Arrested Development on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed the satirical aspects in it, the irony, the awkwardness, and the raunchy jokes that go with it in a chaotic family setting and chaotic life. I think Jack's been a part of some of the episodes and whatnot. Checked in here or there. But uh, really enjoy it. I think it was a little slow. Kind of took me a little bit to get gripped by it. 
And but I only see momentum being built in this in this uh, movie series. Mm. Not this movie series. I haven't got into it yet. Yeah, I've TV series. Seen watching, though. There's there's eight seasons. I'm pretty sure. So I'm I know I'm in for roller coaster. But well, you're good to go for a while. Yeah, I'm I'm locked and loaded with that Solid one. Solid month. Um, I know <laughs> I know. Uh, looking forward into Ozarks. Also the same main star as Rest of Development. Uh, but yeah. I uh, right now the first season I'm I'm high on it but I'm not overreaching I'll give it a seven point two, um, okay. it does have its slow points and whatnot that I can kind of walk away from but there's a lot of promise there's yeah. a lot of promise with the rest of development so don't I've... let me down Bluth family and Michael Bluth. <laughs> um, okay I've, I've got to add one wow all right let's go one. let's go you you said TV show and I I don't I can't believe I didn't think of this first uh, so recently you know I I finished Haunting of Hill House yes phenomenal I'm. 9.6 out of 10. Wow. Wow. <laughs> One of the best shows I've ever seen. <laughs> really? Yes. Really? Uh, so are you a horror film kind of guy? Um, you know, like it's kind of almost a complicated answer. I'm, I am, but not because I like it. Because yeah. it's because I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> it makes you, you're, you're going against the grain with yourself. It's, yeah. It's so like, you... because I don't like it and I make myself watch it, it's like, that's where you get the thrill. And because of that, you like it. Wow. I know that's a nice like three layer, um, well three layer cake of, yeah, of three reviews. layer cake of horror. <laughs> well, folks, you uh, you definitely got a treat. Ending on that note as well, a treat from the the last couple segments we typically have here. We got what was it? We had two hot takes, three uh, you like that reviews, and then uh, three also reviews on kind of television and what we've been enjoying a little bit. So. Um, awesome! Love the content. Yeah. This is good. this is. I think this is this podcast is really gonna make some headway with uh, with the fans out there. With anyone I'm excited listening. to hear some feedback. Yeah, Let's and, see the comments. Uh, yeah, please please provide any comments. That's uh, you can email us at swimbrospodcast at gmail uh, on Twitter at swimbrospodcast and then obviously at Kyler Eyes Instagram and social media Facebook, what have you. So uh, Jack. Thank you so much for getting this started with me. I know I've been a little bit procrastinating on it, but I'm glad you stuck <laughs> with me and you're you're on for the ride now. I'm, I'm glad to be on. All right. Well, it's been enjoyable. It's been a pleasure. And stay safe out there, everyone. Stay socially distant. Stay healthy. Stay strong. And wash your hands. Uh, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Uh, but until next time, uh, R.I.P. Harambe. <laughs> I said it. I said it. Again and again, can't get it out of my head, friend said. Better off where she is, I'm thinking. It's maybe just a forget it. I'm too lost instead from being too far ahead, just barely. To see where she is, I get it. It's maybe just.